0: Welcome, I am Ed Bejarana, and you've arrived at the Business Buffet Podcast, where you get a taste of business from entrepreneurs who've had both good and bad moments in business. You'll learn from business chefs of all types those things they would have done different, and figure out how those ingredients might help your personal recipe for success. Grab a plate and take a seat. It is time to eat hearty in business. Well, welcome to Business Buffet. I've got a very special guest. As we've revamped Business Buffet, the intent was to help you find that, um, that aha moment, that, that eureka moment. We've all been doing our business for a long time, and, and we, we're, we're stuck in the grind. And it, it seems like sometimes we're just stuck in a lower gear. And we want to shift that gear gear lever up another gear and see if we can't get kick our business into more profits, uh, more efficiency, more customers. Uh, for that matter, it could be more enjoyment. we We could just be stuck in a rut where where business is just not floating our boat anymore. And so I reached out to a dear friend of mine over at the Small Business Development Center, Warren Mueller. He, he has been working with, this, with the SBDC for quite a long time. And I, uh, Warren, first off, thank you so much for coming on the program.
1: You bet, Ed. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: You know, I, I got to share a story real quick with the listeners. When I started Zenith Exhibits back in 2007, it was really a kind of against the wishes of my wife. Uh, she felt that her first marriage kind of exploded because her first husband was self-employed, and um, they they really struggled. They they lost a the business, they lost their marriage, and and she felt like it could potentially happen again. And what we talked about was how this business and our marriage wasn't going to fail. And one of the resources that we had available to us there in Clackamas, Oregon, was the Small Business Development Center. A friend had turned me on to it. I went and interviewed the director. His name was Tim Shea. Tim, if you're listening, major kudos, major props to you. Thank you, bud. Um, So I took all of the classes that they had available at the SBDC. And now I had a business degree. So I wasn't going into this business venture without the know-how but what i didn't have was the practical experience and the the folks that they had teaching us at the sbdc they'd been working in the field forever and they had the experience to share with us so in addition to valuable lessons they gave us valuable experience so i asked warren to come on today and first Talk a little bit about the SBDC and how he got involved. And then share with us some success stories where business leaders who'd gone through their program found that eureka moment, that aha moment. So first off, Warren, uh, tell me about, tell the listeners about the Small Business Development Center.
1: Well, I'm specifically with the North Idaho College Small Business Development Center. Development Center and and we serve the five northern counties of Idaho and and our mission our mission basically is to help North Idaho businesses thrive and grow not just exist not just subsist but indeed to thrive and grow and that's possible secondly we we also work to help entrepreneurs get into business and then to hopefully help them thrive and grow also. And another point of our mission that all of this leads to is we're working to help entrepreneurs and business owners to become effective business leaders, not just of their businesses, but of themselves, leaders of their employees, leaders in their marriage if they're married, and and certainly become more effective and involved leaders in their communities, because one of the things that we feel very strongly about is that thriving, successful small businesses lead to strong, thriving communities
0: now i I've taken business coaching before, and i'm 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 setting up a leading question here. So those of you <laughs> listening, yeah, okay. I'm teeing this one up. But I'm making a point here because the people listening to us today, they know that coaching is expensive. To hire a coach, it, you know it may be a few thousand dollars a month to get the help that you're talking about to turn their business around. What? What can a small business entrepreneur expect to pay when they go to the SBDC? Well,
1: thank you for teeing that up. In fact, the the Small Business Development Center is supported partly by the Small Business Administration of the federal government. In our case, we're also supported by the state of Idaho, and North Idaho College supports us by giving us facilities to work in. All of which to say is our coaching services and our educational services and, and research resources are available to small business owners and entrepreneurs at no charge to them because basically you've paid for it through your taxes.
0: <laughs> well, and I've been in the meetings where we talk about the, the community resource and the value that successful businesses return to the community far and away outweighs the value that a failing business delivers. Uh, so those of you who are listening and saying, yeah, but don't you get what you pay for? And if it's free, is it really quality material?
1: <laughs> so uh, so again, it, it's not free. You've already paid for it. <laughs> you just have an opportunity now to use it uh, because really... What we do with entrepreneurs and business owners is is really a threefold experience. Uh, First of all, uh, our our center, as well as the over 1000 centers around the whole United States, our center uh, provides year round a, a variety of webinars and classes on subjects that we think are important to business success. And so recently, we've had topics like financial management, digital marketing, e-commerce strategy and implementation, leadership development, and a course on how to obtain bank financing. Our major activity with entrepreneurs and business owners is one-on-one business coaching. Basically, we start out on a journey with you. And, and, and our, our basic objective is, is to walk with you as long as you want to walk with us. And so we have businesses in North Idaho that we have over 10 years of relationship with. This is not just a one and done thing. We fix a problem for you. If you wanna walk with us that long, we'll walk with you. And then, then finally, we all also offer some business research resources and business planning resources that can be helpful for items like obtaining bank financing.
0: Yeah so what has been the overall impact to the North Idaho community with the SBDC program?
1: Well uh, in as a way to measure our f- effectiveness we do keep a scorecard on, on our client activities. And uh, just as an example, I can refer to our 2020 scorecard, just to give some uh, feel for, for the type of impact that we and our clients can have. So in, in the year of 2020, we were working with roughly 350 or so clients, about 220 of those were active business owners, another 130 or so were entrepreneurs and so in the year 2020 that client portfolio created 75 new jobs in North Idaho. Now that's not filling 75 positions. Those are 75 brand new jobs in 2020 that did not exist before then. Also that client based uh, base uh, accessed about $17 million in new capital to fund business expansions, to fund business purchases, equipment expansions, and the like. They also, that portfolio, also increased their sales in 2020 over 2019 by about $11 million. Now, Let's think back to what 2020 was like.
0: Yes, that was kind of a rough year. <laughs> Start,
1: starting in March of 2020, you know, this COVID thing really flared up bad. And, and like in many places here in Idaho, many businesses, particularly food service businesses, entertainment venues, things like that, anywhere where people gathered, were shut down for a number of weeks and in some cases months And so for that client base to to ring up those types of advances in in creating new jobs, accessing capital and creating uh, uh, increased sales is, in my opinion, just a phenomenal, phenomenal result and really um, points out, you know, the tenacity of the small business owner in America.
0: Well, you know, the numbers are huge. I mean, when you when you just do the math, I mean, that's that's over $33,000 additional income per business that you you worked with. And you know, okay, some small businesses may look at $33,000 additional income and say, well, that's not all that much. But I think most small businesses, especially sole proprietors, they're gonna look at wow, an extra thirty-three thousand dollars, that's that's a new car. Yes. That's a mortgage yes. payment. That's yes. a kid going to college. That's a lot yes. of money.
1: Yes. And so th- those could be game changers. And and so, you know, when we look at at a business uh, and, and where it's at, <clears throat> you know, we start to think about things like, okay, what's the marketing game like? What is the operations game like? What what management issues can be tweaked to improve efficiency uh, through either hiring additional employees, getting employees more training? And then you have issues like pricing. Most businesses really, really neglect the whole area of strategic pricing as an opportunity to, to vastly increase profits, not simply by raising prices, but just pricing smarter. And so th- these are... Um, I guess you could call it low, fra- low hanging fruit <laughs> opportunities to really help business owners leverage their game to improve their overall profitability. And, and you mentioned early on, maybe enjoy the business more. Because if you're working 60, 70 hours a week and you're just scraping by, that can really take the passion out of the business pretty quickly. Yeah,
0: it's not a lot lot of fun if you're broke and you've been working (laughs) 70 hours a week.
1: Exactly, Uh, which which brings up a point. I always like to point this out. You know, most states uh, and certainly the federal government has what we call minimum wage laws. Well, there is one class of person in America who can work for less than minimum wage, and that is the business of owner.
0: <laughs> oh, that is so good. You're right. It's perfectly You're, legal. <laughs> and we always pay ourselves last.
1: That's exactly right. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, it brings up a story. So, uh, I remember a couple of years ago, I was teaching the uh, financial management class uh, at, at NIC for, for the SBDC, and that's a three-hour class. And about halfway through the class, we were talking about the profit and loss statement and how the business owner is paid out of the net income of the business. And I remember a person, a lady raised her hand and she said, well, no, don't, I mean, don't you get a salary? <laughs> and I said, as the business owner? And she goes, yes. I said, no, you're, you're paid out of the net income. Well, what if there's no net income? Well, you don't get paid. But my employees get paid, but I don't get paid? That's correct. She, at the break time, she left and never came back.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> so, but, you know, which which sounds sad, but, you know, really, I, I consider that an opportune moment. You know, the light bulb went off, and, and maybe she decided that was not for her.
0: You know, some people, they just want the security of a paycheck. And entrepreneurial venture is not for that kind of person. Um, you know, I'm pretty risk averse. i When I started my business, I did it all in the black. I didn't borrow any money. And for the fifteen plus years now, I've been in business. I, I've never borrowed money. I've always been in the black. And you know, making sure that I was profitable, Every single day, every week, every month, it—it's my mantra. It's in my DNA. But I did have to take risk. I—I I did use savings. I just didn't borrow from a bank. I didn't. I in es- in essence, I loaned the business my savings account. And you know, we've we've since paid much of that back. But yeah, you gotta be open to some risk if you're going to go into business for yourself. So what's, uh, share with us one of your success stories. What, uh, who came to you kind of in trouble and you realized that what you were able to give them turned their business around. You got any stories like that?
1: Oh yeah. Um, um, a case of where someone came to us uh, with a, with some trouble, and and we turned around uh, is is a case of a fella, young fella, who runs a plumbing business uh, up here. And he, um, at the time he came to us, he was actually in in, in our financial management class. Uh, he and uh, he had been in business a little over a year. He was doing well in revenues because. Uh, there's a lot of demand for, for plumbing services anywhere. And, but his, his major problem was the new construction home building work that he did typically left him getting paid 70 days after the finish of the job. It's just the terms that, that he was, was dealt uh, in that part of the business. Of course, his workers were paid weekly and he had to buy his supplies, plumbing supplies, when he needed to do a job. And so his major problem was, although he was generating multiple six figures in, in, in revenue, uh, he, he was being drained of cash because he had all of this outlay before he had anything coming in after the finish of the job and so we looked at that and and you know we basically helped him work with his suppliers the people that he bought the plumbing supplies from to change his payment his payment terms for those supplies from 30 days net to 60 days net and so basically what we did for him is we helped him uh, improve the timing of his outflows with the timing of the revenues that he received from from uh, his the home builders, and so um, that change, in addition to negotiating a line of credit with a bank that he banked with, gave him the tools now to 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 really manage his cash flow very effectively. He's now increased that business to over three million dollars per year, and he's still using those same tools, and he's doing quite well
0: boy that's a fascinating story and you know cash flow i think entrepreneurs underestimate the true value of what it means to actually have cash on hand to operate your business cuz cuz when your bank account is empty you you can't do anything you can't market you can't pay your employees you you can't put gas in your in your gas tank
1: that's right. Suppliers tend to quit supplying and employees tend to quit working. (laughs) And, uh, and, and if you got a bank loan, you know, they expect to be repaid. So yeah, uh, flow is king.
0: Now, how does somebody get involved with the small business development center?
1: Well, that, that's, that's very easy. Uh, For example, the North Idaho SBDC, which is our organization, has a website, and if you just simply Google North Idaho SBDC, uh, our website uh, should come right up, and and it's full of uh, a lot of information as well as uh, a a way to get to us and, and request coaching. Also on that website are all the current training opportunities that we're offering and and topical information in the news uh, on on various small business uh, activities, uh, uh, activities of the federal government as relates to small businesses, as well as activities of the state of Idaho and and even our local uh, governments as it relates to to small businesses. Just as an example, uh, recently, the city of Coeur d'Alene, which is where we're located, Uh, partnered with North Idaho College. They had some uh, grant money from the federal government and with that grant money, they offered some small business grants to to businesses to use for uh, expenses that would allow them to stay in business or grow that business. And so working between the city and North Idaho College, we identified five small businesses that qualified for that. And I believe those were $5,000 grants and those were awarded uh, within the last couple of months. So that's just uh, an opportunity that came up. It was on our website, five business, uh, actually more than five businesses applied, but five businesses ultimately qualified and, and were, were uh, granted.
0: And I know when I was working with the SBDC in Clackamas, there were those grant opportunities available all the time i was getting constant phone calls from tim hey you should apply for this or you should go after this and and it did help i mean it, it, some of it was was simply money to take another course or or go to a seminar and and that those kind of things help a, a tremendous amount because you're gaining knowledge without having, having to outlay the cash to do that. So, so search on Google for North Idaho SBDC, or you can just visit nisbdc.com, and I'll include that information in the show notes. Warren, is there any final thoughts you want to uh, share with the listeners?
1: Well, we're here. We're available Sometimes I think uh, business small business owners maybe need to find a little humility within themselves to to admit that I don't know it all. I, I'm not doing as well as I could. I don't see a clear path ahead to improve how I'm doing and to maybe just sit in that position and and just suffer. I guess my message is is you don't have to. <laughs> You can, uh, Ed's going to put our link in the show notes, and and I would just, if you have any hesitation about what you're doing, I would say find that humility, click that link, contact us, and, and, and let's talk and see if there is something that we can do for you. Because really, our mission is to help North Idaho businesses thrive and grow, because when you thrive and grow, your communities will thrive
0: boy that is such a great point warren you're right if too often i think businesses fail because of pride the business owner is stuck in this rut they're not making any money or they're they're hating life because they're not ha- making any money and rather than fixing the business, which they think is going to cost thousands of dollars in consulting fees, they just shut the doors. And the community is deprived of that local dollar. And I, I want to emphasize this, $11.6 million in additional revenue, that's being spent in the local community. Those aren't dollars going to Amazon in Seattle. That's money that's coming right here to North Idaho. And being able to reach out to an organization like the SBDC and work with people like Warren for free, there, there's absolutely no excuse why you don't do this. How, how many counselors do you guys have working at the North Idaho SBDC?
1: Yeah, let's see. Let me go down the list here. Currently, we have one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and 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 a, a support person who handles the office and and signing people up for training and all of that. So we have we have eight folks. Uh, th- four of us are our general business coaches. Most of us have gray hair. <laughs> And uh, then we have uh, a specialist on digital marketing and another specialist on e-commerce. And so all of those are resources are available to small business owners and entrepreneurs who want to reach out to us and see what we can do for you.
0: Well, Warren, thank you so much for taking time to come on Business Buffet. Really appreciate the information.
1: And and thank you, Ed, for the opportunity to help spread the message, because the more people that we can reach, the more people we can help, the stronger our communities will be. And and families, you know, families of of businesses that are struggling, they struggle also because it's a burden. And so when the business does better, the family does
0: better also. Excellent. Well, thank you, Warren. You bet. It is that dreaded time when we must push away from the table and digest what we've taken in. The ingredients you've learned today can and should be used in your own business recipe and shared with the world. Like this program on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you consume your podcast material and drop in again next week to enjoy another hearty dish of the Business Buffet Podcast.